Five Songs or Less, episode 102, uh, Amanda Shires featuring Cody and Lindsay. I almost said your last names, but thankfully I didn't. Starting in five, four, three, two, one. That's going to be before the song, and the song is going to start, and then I'm going to say, Hey, everybody. I have no idea what five songs we're doing right now. Mm. Does anybody? <laughs> real loosey-goosey <laughs> Mark Maron Sorry, this is not, not the professionalism people have come to expect from this podcast, I know. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Cody is about ready to hang up. Uh, Sick of your BS already, buddy. Yeah. Just kidding. How how are you two doing? <laughs> you go first. <laughs> yeah, it's a very you go first kind of day. I think uh, not not a bad day, but you know, like uh, I'm having a little trouble getting settling in here. Some technical problems. Some um, this uh, this banter that we have locked and loaded for later. I had some trouble setting up. So just in, in a very oh. uh, my mood is my my thought process is still trying to hone in on some very inconsequential things about several decades ago. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, you should do like me and not even think about it until we start talking. About it. <laughs> well, if you think we're wasting time now, wait till we get to wait till we get to those. I'll, it's, it's pretty loosey goosey is the word words yeah, phrase. Yeah. I'm fine. I had a fine day. Good. Me too. Yes, it's been a rough day. week, but today was a fine day. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. Friday. I like recording on Fridays. Do you? Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. Just. Yeah. Although tonight is both is a, is there's a game on right now, right? Wow. But luckily, I'm just a bandwagon fair weather fan, and I <laughs> don't mind watching it. Dante said he was gonna mind, uh, not watching live it. text me. He wanted to come on the pod and uh, live react to it with me, but I was like, I'm already recording tonight. Play by play? Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Or you can just <laughs> you loop. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> or just loop him I in guess right we now. we'll talk about Record Store Day. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, it is, it is very much um, the end of the week, ain't it? It sure is. Yeah, I had a couple shitty days this week. Today was not too bad, aside from it being ridiculously hot. But I'm excited to talk about Amanda Shires. And I'm also excited to talk about things to do with the 90s. I've been on a 90s kick, because like, we're watching Yellow Jackets, and there's like 90s stuff in there. Yeah. And then Dante just and I just did that 90s concert thingy. Cody, you didn't vote. Who would you have voted for? I, do you think I listened to that episode? Cody, who who do who do you vote for? <laughs> oh, that's right. I don't. 
Lindsay uh, voted. Uh, did I? I vote for you. I think so. <laughs> Uh, did I vote? I think I meant I to vote, but I was waiting for the is, podcast. Am I to voting? End. Am I just voting on that lineup that's posted on Instagram? Yeah. Is it still posted on Instagram? The the poll isn't up. I don't even know who won. Yeah, that's like a, I don't know how to find my results. <laughs> it's in the Instagram story. Is it just? Um, let me. So we're talking. R.E.M., Rage Against the Machine, The Cranberries, Smashing Pumpkins, Radiohead, which mm-hmm. is Dante's lineup, mm-hmm. and versus Foo Fighters, Weezer, Blink-182, Beastie Boys, and Bjork, which is Danny's lineup. Yeah. Hands down, without a doubt, Dante's lineup. Yeah. Really? I hate to say. Are we... I guess we're seeing these bands in 96 and 97. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a time machine situation. See, you, you made the right call with Bjork... Mm-hmm. And? No, that's the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't like Blink-182. I have opinions on Weezer. Beastie Boys are good. I've actually seen the Beastie Boys. I actually have an interesting story about seeing the Beastie Boys. But, um, uh, yeah, Dante just had the, the better all-in-all lineup. Man. You know, Sorry. At the, I mean, at the time... At the time, I would rather see your lineup. Mm-hmm. But if I could time travel back as the person I am now, it would I would much rather see Dante's lineup. Okay. Okay. Yeah, just because I would like to see some of those bands back when they were. Yeah. You know, Sorry, you froze up for a minute, so I apologize bands, if I was talking yeah. over you. But I do have to say, you guys did really wait to bring the women into the lineup. <sighs> Sorry. You knew we're, we're still in the men's recovery project, so we ah, have to... ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a playlist you could give me. Uh, I could. I don't... I mean, I can't say you wouldn't enjoy it. I don't think... If your listeners don't already... Weren't already fans of men's recovery project, I can't think that we would convert them. But... Mm-hmm. but I don't know. The only person you need to to convert or whatever would be me, I suppose. Yeah. Although I've been told there's no like way everything. to lose the podcast, or there's no way to lose the podcast. How about that? Yeah, I don't know. I've uh, usually when Lindsay comes on, I feel like I'm losing the podcast. No, don't <laughs> feel that she way. She doesn't like anything I give her. Only for that reason. One day I will. One day I will. I gave you one day. I gave you a a playlist upcoming that I'm actually pretty sure you might not like, and so I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm actually like. Oh, I haven't listened. I haven't even made that yet. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I'm I'm actually like not. I'm not trying to like sabotage you, and I'm definitely, definitely with the pick I gave you. It's not some like I'm not on my hipster shit, but like I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to giving you a band that you don't like. Cool. Yeah. We'll see if it happens. Men's Recovery Project sounds cool. I had to look them up because I didn't know who they were. It's just been a I long time. I think I like it. Yeah, you probably, you probably heard them back in the day and just, you know, it's been a long time. Um, my poor dogs, you can probably hear them. Like, I, the last time they were whining on a recording, I heard them on the recording. But um, <laughs> Maybe yeah, your ears not, just, like, really... Yeah, you're tuned to that. Because I didn't hear it at all. Oh. 
Not since the first episode, because the first episode they were right right there with you, wanting to chime yeah. in. Clack, That's why they clack. were whining. They were like, I have opinions. <laughs> they have strong um, opinions. Strong opinions on MXPX. <laughs> No, that's when they had to go in the other room. That that <laughs> night they were fine, yeah. Yes, yes. <clears throat> They're respectful. Anyway, do you guys want to talk about 90s stuff? Sure. Sure, sure. Let's do movies. Let's do 90s movies. Uh, right before this, I was watching a YouTube video. Uh, Amanda is finishing it now. Actually, it's probably done. But it was about um, 1999 and how there were lots of good movies that came out in 1999. So that's kind of what made me... We, we watched a Yellow Jackets video and then we watched that video. So I was thinking 90s things. So, overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite. 90s movies. I'll go first. Overrated. Um, overrated. Did I prep more than you did? Probably, yeah. I just thought of the idea and then stopped thinking about it. <laughs> um, overrated '90s. Oh, when did? Hold on, I got to see when this movie came out. Oh, um, there are episodes one through three. Episodes one through three. Oh no, those aren't the worst. Um, I, I've come around on those. Oh, come uh, on. Episode two is the worst, but that one came out after the 90s, so we can't talk about that. Oh, yeah, that's what that movie's called. Is that the one with the sand? He hates sand. <laughs> yes, yes. That <laughs> <laughs> is. Okay, cool, 1999. Boondock Saints, I fucking hate that movie. It's stupid, it's overrated. People love it for some reason. Yeah, I think at this point, there's probably more people that hate it than like it. Maybe. But there's definitely a very vocal contingent of uh, dumb men who mm-hmm. are into that movie. I liked that movie when it first came out, but my favorite part about it was Willem Dafoe. Oh, sure. I've never seen He's it. good in most things. Uh, is it um, like, I, it's just a bunch of guys, right? Yeah, guys with guns. Okay. Like okay. Oh, there are accents? Movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's crime. I didn't think I didn't know that there was crime in it. I thought it was just like I don't know what I thought it was. It's are there accents? I, I, I thought, thought they it were was. just. I thought it was like Boston, like Boston. It's like if Dropkick oh, Murphys maybe it, yeah. was a crime movie. <laughs> maybe it's Boston accents. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember. I saw it once and really was not a fan of it. Um, but yeah, overrated that movie. Who wants to go next? I got one. I uh, I don't know how the room's gonna feel. Uh, overrated Pulp Fiction. Ooh, sure, yeah. I and that's just somebody who really, really loved it at the time. But I just mm-hmm. now I'm just sort of I guess over Quentin Tarantino's shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Everything. I feel like most things. I can't say everything, but most like. 90s film bro movies turned out to be not the, the greatest. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, I did like it when it came out. Yeah, I like it okay. 
I don't. I it's not my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie, and it's definitely not my favorite movie. Uh, overrated, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, I am going to go with looking at my letterbox, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a real nerd. <laughs> Ooh. Should I say Goodwill Hunting just to get under Danny's skin? I'm fine with that. It's not the 90s anymore, Cody. I'm not mad about that. <laughs> yeah. no, also, I haven't seen it I'm since also the not, 90s. not so. uh, in the Ataris. You're not in the Ataris? <laughs> I don't know. It seems like Chris Rowe kind of... Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, uh, yeah... I'm sorry that I'm so very unprepared for this. Uh, it's okay. I told you guys like uh, like 30 minutes ago. Okay, I'll just give a very standard answer, which is uh, Fight Club. Oh, yeah. good call. Good call. That is totally. Uh, That's I mean, the one where it's been the a really long time since time? I've seen it. <laughs> What'd you say, Lindsay? <laughs> I looked over and I was like, wait. Is she not joking? <laughs> she said, is that the one where the kid was dead the whole time? Oh. oh. <laughs> that movie holds up, in my opinion. That one probably does. I, it probably does. I think I'm just sort of, like, making fun of all the... I mean, I guess that's, that's our overrated of the whole... I mean, that's the theme of the overrated so far, is, is twist endings. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 That's true. Uh, are we going underrated? Underrated is next. Uh, I am going to go with... Uh, I'm sitting here looking at a list because... Um, oh, yeah. We recently watched, uh, at Christmas time, we watched... I watched for the very first time. I think Amanda had seen it before when she was a kid. Uh, Jingle All the Way. It was so oh. much fun. It has a young Chris Parnell in it. Uh, wow. We we have one of those like um, like a sign you have at the movie theater where you like put the little letters on. It's got a, like black felt and it's got lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we put a quote from that movie uh, where the guy is about to fight Arnold Schwarzenegger and he goes, "I'm gonna deck your halls, bub." And so we we put that <laughs> for our Christmas quote this year. Nice, nice. It's a very fun movie. Oh man, can I change my overrated? It's too late now, but okay. yes. Uh, I, I actually would like to say Army of Darkness. That's my real answer. Wow. Oh, I'm hanging up. Wow. I know, I know. I'm trying to ruffle some feathers here. I rewatched it recently you and I did done, not. You succeeded. Success. I, I did not feathers think ruffled, it, apparently. I did not think it held up. Wow. I will hear nothing said against Bruce Campbell. <laughs> nothing of the sort. This. Um, I love Evil Dead, and I love Evil Dead 2, and it's not the worst movie, but it's definitely overrated, in my opinion. Interesting, uh. interesting. <laughs> I worked with a guy for a little while who would always refer to that as Army, or as Evil Dead 3, and it always annoyed me. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. It kind of is. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it is. It yeah, is. yeah, it is. It's not called um. that. It's like calling Return of the Jedi Star Wars 6. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, underrated. 
Um, Underrated. Did Lindsay you go next? Lindsay. Yeah, I, did, I went to say jingle all the way. Lindsay. Okay, okay, that's right. <laughs> okay. So this is. Um, y'all have HBO as kids? Oh, yeah, no. yeah. <gasps> okay, oh, so. I just thought of another one. Cable didn't reach to Wilton. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna switch up your underrated, Danny? No, 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 no. I, okay. I, it'll be an honorable mention after we do our, our underrateds. So there are movies, Danny, as you know, and, and clearly, Cody, you never would have known since you did not have cable for a very specific time. Um, like the thing with HBO is, you would just turn on a movie, and it would be a movie you've never heard of, and they would play it six thousand mm-hmm. mm-hmm. times. Is the best. What, one of those was Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael, Whoa. which is a Winona Ryder movie from 1990. Um, I've never and heard of this one. The gist of it is she's the weird kid at her school. Um, she writes a bunch of poetry. She like has this sort of weird collection of animals, including a goat, that like live on this abandoned boat. I mean, it's really like a little overly weird, but it's, um, she's got a, a eventual boyfriend that looks like Wayne Gretzky. Um, <laughs> just, uh, but the gist is she's sort of a weird kid and she knows she's adopted and she gets it into her head that she's adopt that she's the actual child of this woman who was not a musician her- herself, but um, inspired a song uh, like a la Rosanna Arquette in Rosanna. And then there's some, there's big hubbub in the town because this B-list famous person is coming back to this tiny town. And it's sort of about her trying to connect with this woman that she thinks is her mother who she's never met while trying to um, navigate high school. So Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think if I watched it right now, like plot-wise, it probably wouldn't stand out. But it's it's um, I have very fond memories of it. It's very yeah. good. Melissa Etheridge. Uh, Melissa Etheridge will come up more than once today, but um, <laughs> but uh, very good. Melissa Etheridge uh, song opening the movie. So, oh, cool! Big fan. Big fan. We've got Winona Riders and Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Not bad. And I believe uh, nobody else. <laughs> I don't think. There's other people. Uh, one yeah, of them looks familiar. <laughs> Good pick. Uh, I'll have to check that one out. For mine, I am going to use this opportunity to tell everyone they should watch a movie called Clear Cut. If they can find it, it might be on Tubi or maybe even YouTube hmm. or something. It's a, it's, it's a Canadian movie from 1991. It has... Uh, Graham Greene in it, who you might recognize as like playing an indigenous person in a million movies. <laughs> uh, but in this movie, this movie is about a corporate lawyer. Um, actually, no, an environmental lawyer who's helping this tribe fight against this like paper mill that wants to uh, build on their land and they lose. And Graham Greene, who often plays this very like gentle soft-spoken character plays this like total badass that like ends up kidnapping the lawyer and the like ceo of this company and like Mm -hmm. 
treks them through the wilderness. It's like this mm. weird like deliverance meets I don't even know, but I recently saw it. I had never heard of it and Graham Greene is like amazing in it and it's like totally like uh prescient for today and uh it's Canadian, which is always good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people haven't heard of it, so it's underrated. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I I have heard of it, though, because I saw a TikTok about it. Oh, really? Yeah, like a couple months ago. It recently got re-released as part of this folk horror box set. Um, oh. So I think it's finding a new audience, including myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. it sounds really good. It is on Tubi, according to Google's. Um, so if you know what Tubi is, <laughs> sign up for that. <laughs> Tubi's um, like the thing that has a bunch of we it's like the HBO of of today <laughs> where you can turn it on and there's random movies on and there's but there's commercials and that's how mm-hmm. they make uh, their money. Okay. But they have like stuff that you can't find anywhere else because whatever. This isn't a plug for Tubi. <laughs> My honorable mention underrated uh thanks to Lindsay bringing up 90s HBO made me remember the movie Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, yeah. Mm. I watched that movie a lot as a kid because it was on HBO. Was Corey Feldman in that movie? I don't think so. Because when I started talking about HBO, I thought of, like, my other, like, terrible HBO, but I think it's 80s. Um, There was a sequel to Rock and Roll High School called Rock and Roll High School Forever with Corey Feldman in it. It is... Truly terrible. Uh, like, the only way it's related in any way at all is there's, like... Um, I think it's still, like... I think it's... They go, to, they go to Ronald Reagan High. What's the deal, then? I think there's, like... <laughs> there's some, like, quick nod in the first ten minutes, and then it just never comes up again. And it's basically... Corey Feldman does a lot of performing with his band. There's a lot of... Um, I remember watching it a lot as a child, and I remember, for some reason, really liking it. Hmm. This is long before I even knew. Because, I mean, it was called Rock and Roll High School Forever, so you could technically, you know, get by not knowing that there was a rock and roll high school until you listened to the Ramones and then blah, 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 which I did not listen to the Ramones at eight. I was not quite that cool. (laughs) (laughs) Overrated, underrated, favorite, favorite 90s movie. A movie I come back to again and again because I love it. I love rewatching it. I love thinking about it. I love listening to the soundtrack. Clueless. Oh, that was a good one. That's a good one. I had thought of that one, yeah. Didn't know it was a Jane Austen adaptation until much, much later in life. But I'm married to an Austen stan, so. (laughs) Oh. I've seen anything. Either. I have not. I don't think I've ever finished a Jane Austen book, and I have tried. I, I, I would like to understand the appeal. Yeah. Amanda loves it. Yeah, I said I'd like to understand the appeal, and just dead silence from the two dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've never read any of them, but I've seen like every single almost film adaptation of these things. And uh, of which there are many. I have opinions. Should we just do a, a you should do like a, 
five songs like the f- yeah get your wife on let's we did, do like the five we best. did talk about um amanda and i talk about doing a a podcast together of where i she makes me watch uh jane austen adaptations and we talk about them but we just do that uh, without microphones <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I feel like you would have to trade off and like you do Jane Austen one week and she does, I don't know, some. I make her dumb. listen to a punk record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then it's you're just wandering around idea. the house. You're like you're wandering around the house going, save it for the pod. Like you can't yeah. talk to your yeah. wife, you know? Yes. <laughs> totally. Um, okay, favorite, Lindsay. Don't you have a favorite, Danny? You should go first. I already said my favorite. Oh, you did, and I totally blanked. Clueless. Already. Clueless. I was like, that movie's so good. And then I'm like, Danny, what's Silverstone, Paul Rudd, Mighty Mighty Boston's. <laughs> it's been that kind of week. Uh, when you were talking about Boondock Saints and Boston and Dropkick for Murphy's, I was sort of actually like imagining like uh, Mighty Mighty Boston's in Boondock Saints and trying to imagine what that yeah, would be. Yeah. Coming in strong with 1990, another Winona Ryder movie. Mermaids. Mermaids? Mermaids. I have not seen that since the 90s, probably. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen that. Okay, so uh, it sounds it's like Cody's a... familiar with it. Yeah, sorry. It's got Cher. And a tiny oh, Chris- Christina Ricci. I've never seen that before, but I know what you're talking about now. It's super great. It's got, um, again, Winona Ryder's a super weird kid, but she's basically... She's this Jewish teenager, but she is really dead set on becoming a nun. Um, and she moves to <laughs> town with her uh, her mother and her little sister to this small town. And I don't know. I don't want to ruin the rest of it. Like it, it would get pretty boring if I just sat here explaining it. It's really kind of a. Um, I would I would watch it. I would watch it. I remember it was one of those movies where I think it was either a PG or a PG-13 rating. And I was watching the video with my parents. Um, and some sort of, like, I don't, I don't even think it was like a sex scene. But some sort of like hot scene came on and my dad just started fast forwarding and we just never talked about <laughs> it again. One of those. That's the way that's handled. <laughs> is, that, is that the way your parents handled it? Uh... We pretty much didn't watch things like that. Like, I remember we were watching Bram Stoker's Dracula and there was like a nude scene and I had to cover my eyes. But then like, it was always my parents had to watch things first. I feel like maybe after that. And uh, yeah, I do remember them watching Pulp Fiction and then saying I can't watch that. And uh, yeah, other things. Yeah, I didn't really watch movies with my parents in the 90s, I don't think. <laughs> I think by the time 1990 hit, I was already, they were not interested in the kind of movies I was watching, and they were not yeah. in, interested in, yeah. Uh, my favorite is, uh, I have to say, Scream. Oh, okay. I can watch it over and over. It gets better with time. Um, the sequels, whether they're good or not, make the original better, and it's great. Hmm. I feel like I haven't seen that since the 90s either. 
I don't know if I've ever seen it all the way through. Yeah, I was kind of down on it in the 90s because as a, like, you know, trying to be snobby, like, horror Mm -hmm. movie kid, I was like, you know, it basically set the tone for the like last half of the 90s. And I didn't like that, but you're watching it now and it's real good. Hmm. Tell why there's, uh, see why there's, were so many, like, copycats. Okay. Least favorite... I've been trying to figure it out. Trying to figure out things you don't like is really hard. Yeah, I had the worst, I had the hardest time with this one too. Mm hmm. You know what? Okay. Uh, This could have also been overrated, and maybe I could swap the two. It's been a long, long time since I've actually watched it. Probably since maybe 2000 or something, because it came out in 99. I really don't like The Matrix. I don't. Mm. I remember when remember when we played a show on Woodland. It was on TV there, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I couldn't hear it, but I was watching it, you know, without sound, and it just looks really dumb. And All right. I don't know. I watched it uh, on VHS. I don't even think I saw it in the theater. Maybe that's maybe that's my problem. Yeah, that's another movie. I yeah, I did not like it when it came out, but I watched it recently and thought it was better than yeah. I gave it credit for. Hmm. It's very dated, but sure, sure. You know, what what can I say? I was red pilled when I watched it again. Wow, wow. Cody sees everything now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Lindsay, what'd you come up with? I had I had some trouble with this one, so um, I thought about it for a good minute and a half, um, because that's approximately the ten minutes that we had to prep for this. Um, so basically, I just decided to go to the first movie I ever walked out on in a theater, and um. the only movie I walked out on in a theater for like twenty some years. Mm-hmm. Although, actually, I'm not sure if I've ever walked out on another movie in a theater. Yeah, um, there's a movie called Stigmata from 1999. Oh, yeah. I don't think um, I've ever seen it. Yeah, Cody, you might know it. Um, I know it. I saw it probably in 1999, <laughs> but I don't remember. It must not have made much of an impression. And it's like, I mean, it's Gabriel Byrne and Patricia Arquette. Like, it's got really good people in it. It's just like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten minutes in, it just didn't catch me, and so we just, um, it was really interesting. I saw it with somebody, and we left the good old pre-9-11 days. Um, we went and we, like, watched people uh, running around the airport instead. We went to the international <laughs> terminal the airport and, and watched people um, yeah, yeah. getting ready for their flights. It's good people watching. Uh, Cody, have you ever walked out on a movie? Yes. What? Uh, what have you I didn't do it on? until I worked at Tower and I could get free movies, so I didn't have money invested. But I remember the first movie I watched. That was the other thing is I would see anything yeah. and everything just to fill some time. And I'm pretty sure the first movie I walked out on was Garfield the movie. Was I with you? Because I walked out on that movie too. <laughs> yeah, we, we were probably together. <laughs> Was it's that, the only time I ever have, walked out on something. Yeah. Did that have Bill Murray's the voice? Or yes. That yes. It did. It did. Oh, that's a cash grab. Interesting trivia in the cartoon, the Garfield 
uh, cartoon, a man named Lorenzo Music did the voice of Garfield, and he also did the voice of uh, uh, Bill Murray's character in the Ghostbusters cartoon. Whoa. And then Bill Murray did the voice of Garfield in the live action movie. Wow. Mm. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> uh, good picks. Good picks. Good picks to walk out on also. I don't think I gave you mine, but that's okay. Did you not? <laughs> Shit. I don't think so. Go, Cody, go. You can't say um, Garfield. I know, it was in the 2000s. <laughs> you know, I've actually never seen it. No, okay, I'm going to go if with you've never seen honest, it, it can't be your uh, least Never mind, favorite. never mind. Honest answer, judging by my letterboxed account, my least favorite movie of the 90s is Star Wars Episode One. Wow. Half a, half a star. Half a star. Rewatch it, man. What? No. Hasn't been that long since I've rewatched it. This is, these are, that's the words of a, a, a man who has children who are swayed by it. <laughs> yeah. My kids didn't like it very much. Well, there's, there's a really great pod racing children. scene in it. You should you should watch it again. <laughs> Give it another chance. <laughs> now this is podcast. <laughs> oh, that was great, Cody. I think I need to save that as a little mm, uh, okay. little thing. Give you royalties every time I use it. <laughs> uh, sick. Uh, I didn't write any of that down, but I'm going to try to remember two of those. Hey, there's good news for you. What? Uh, you recorded all of this. I know, I know. And I you're know. probably going to have to listen to it for yeah, sure. I do have to listen to it to edit out all our all our ums and uhs. Um, like that one. Hey, Cody. What's up? Uh, you want to talk about Amanda Shires? Yeah, let's do it. Have you ever heard of her all before? Right. I have. I I picked her. Oh, right. Uh, How'd you hear of her, Cody? I actually am not 100% sure. I think it actually was just me deciding, like, hey, I should try and go see more live country music. And remembering Goldfield was a thing in, like, 20... This was 2017. And looking at what was coming and seeing her name and then listening to her record and being like oh this is really good i'm gonna go to that show oh that's cool yeah i figured it was like through jason isbell or something i know yeah it was actually a pretty organic discovery i think i heard probably got into her before jason isbell maybe yeah and i definitely didn't realize they were married until i like watched a video yeah i didn't know that till today yeah uh, I knew they like played on each other's stuff, but I didn't know. Oh uh, yeah, you obviously didn't watch the new uh, HBO documentary about the making of his last record. That I, just came I have out. not. That's... I'm I'm <laughs> semi waiting for someone to give me a playlist on on him, but I don't know if that would ever happen. After now that we're we are doing Amanda Shires, I can maybe do Jason Isbell. Yeah, but I wanted to make sure she was. I like her more than Jason Isbell. Okay, okay. And how was um, well? Obviously, it was it was good. But how was the the concert of seeing her? It was 
really, really good. This was a fairly small venue and there weren't a ton of people there and I got to be pretty close and her band is really good. Like her, I mean, every member of her band is really good. So it was like really fun to watch them. Mm -hmm. She's really, really fun to watch. Uh, yeah, it was like one of those, I feel like it doesn't happen very often anymore where I go to a show and you're like three feet away from the person you were there to see. Yeah, like, yeah. I think because I went by myself and it was one of those shows where you go to and you know and zero people. Mm -hmm. So I had like, you know, zero at stake. So I just like went and stood up front and wow. like enjoyed the show and it was cool. I can't do that anymore, I feel like. I know, what, stand yeah. up front or? Well, yeah, stand up front, but like go to a show by myself. Oh, I, I don't it's know the, anyone. I want to say it's the best, but so... I will do almost anything on my own. Like, for some reason, I can't get past the barrier of going to a movie on my own. I've done it, like, once. Ooh, I love um, it. Just to say that I could. Mm -hmm. uh, it was Moneyball. It was a good movie. Um, <laughs> but it's really very enjoyable because you can just, like... Um, I will go to things on my own if I know that I'm going to run into people, so that's always a good thing. But it's almost better if you don't because you just have your own solid experience of it, and it's it's not sort of. Mm -hmm. It's just nice to have a moment to yourself, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and like to have an experience where you're just sort of solid, solidly in that moment. Yeah, you don't have to worry about the other person. Like, oh, do they want to go? Mm -hmm. Do I want to go? Oh, I can't tell them I want to go. They're really having a really good time. <laughs> That kind of a thing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for that conversation at the Blink-182 concert. <laughs> <laughs> no. We, who's who's going to break first? You paid too much money for that. That's, that's true. <laughs> no, I'll stay for the whole thing of that. Um, I am going, I think I'm going to Elder by myself, so that'll be interesting. I don't know if any of my bandmates are going. So if you do ever go to a show on your own and you don't know what to do, Cell phones are the best. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. last time I went like, to a concert by myself, I was glued to my phone. Yeah. The whole time. As um, opposed to the rest of our lives when we never... Yeah, I don't ever touch never. my phone when never. I'm around other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's like a cool way to get into somebody. I feel like that hasn't happened to me in like, probably since the early aughts when I used to go to a lot of shows. Like, just kind of randomly looking somebody up and being like, oh, I'll check this out. So that's pretty rad. Yeah, I've been great. thinking of doing more of that lately. Yeah. But um, I never get around to it. It's hard to leave the house. It is. Yeah. Uh, I, I, so I picked Amanda Shires because when we did the... Um, Lily May, yeah. Lily May, sorry. Oh. My brain wasn't working episode. Uh, I said, like, oh, I've got someone I think you'll like if this is the kind of country you like. And then as I was making the playlist, I was like, oh, this sounds nothing like that. Yeah, <laughs> I was very... I liked it, uh, but I was very confused. Yeah, it was... Uh, it doesn't really sound like country music. It doesn't sound like her. Uh, Lily May... Sometimes there's a similar vibe, if you can if you count vibes, but I still thought I should, you know, share. Uh, yeah, this music she with was, you guys. When I was looking into her, it's kind of wild. Like she was in the Texas Playboys when she was 15. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So she's like pretty legit. She played with 
this band that was like since been around since the 30s i guess i don't know if at that point there was any original members in the band <laughs> no but it's like. it's like an institution you know yeah yeah so you know she's got cred and uh she oh is that's right interesting did Lindsay, did you watch her um what's in my bag from amoeba i did not no i i stuck with the music and the wikipedia which by the way says she played fiddle on a luke combs song yep <laughs> she, anyway, poor, poor she's a, she's still a bit of a session musician yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. also if you look her up on Apple Music, you know where it's like appears on. Uh-huh. She appears on like some weird cover of the Never Ending Story song. Whoa! <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, the What's in My Bag video is delightful. Right. Yeah. That that is one thing I will say about her is I do I find her delightful. Yeah. Yeah. She's very entertaining. She's very funny. She's like, if you watch enough interviews with her, there's a lot of funny stuff, but she can also get pretty deep. And that's like appealing to me. Like mm-hmm. she seems to be a very honest and open person. If 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 you do watch that HBO Jason Isabel oh, yeah. thing, I mean, like their whole relationship plays a huge part in that. And they're very honest about like. Hey, we almost got divorced when we made this record because <laughs> we did not have a good time doing it. Yeah, and stuff yeah. Like that. Um, but yeah, she's just uh, always like fun to watch, whether she's like playing music or yeah. The what's in my bag is really good. I like. I'm pretty sure she's the first person to pick a poster. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was it was very good, and she talked a lot about that uh, her time. With, with the what was it Texas Playboys? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was pretty interesting. And um, I realized I had heard of the High Women before, but I couldn't tell you much about them. Other yeah, than they're the like High Women reference, you know. Yeah, which it took me longer than it should have to get. I I knew that that's like what they were playing on, but I didn't really like realize that it sounded the same. High Women, High Women. Yeah, that 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 record's really good. She's uh, that's with Marin Morris and Brandy Carlisle and uh, Natalie Hemby, who is a songwriter. And it's a great record, but I feel like all of their solo stuff is maybe better than that record. But even though that record got like really high critical mm-hmm. acclaim that year, it was like on a bunch of lists and stuff. Yeah. Well, shall we get into our first song here yeah Mm -hmm. i just want to give you an out and don't even try to work this title into a sentence but uh but cody it's from my favorite blood brothers song parking lot pirouette the bat uh it wasn't it didn't feel country at all like i was expecting it to feel very country um yeah and i think you even said something at at one point that the playlist wasn't actually very country 
It's not. <laughs> um, no, no. I was very, very, very confused the first few listens. <laughs> Especially since I didn't do any like recon until after I'd listened to the play playlist a few times. Uh-huh. I think, you know, I, well, obviously she has this history in country music and then, you know, she's from the South and has the accent and plays the fiddle. So how could you, you know, make music with a fiddle <laughs> and it not be country? Yeah. But I guess a fiddle turned into a violin when it's not playing country music. So not very country, but that's okay. I did like it a lot, though. I don't know if this is my favorite song, but I like Parking Lot Pirouette. It always makes me think of something that would be in a Blood Brothers song. Right. For some reason, but... If it's... Is the formula, like, something common mix with something a word that we don't know what it means is a blood brothers yeah i think so <laughs> song. yeah uh parking lot got it pirouette hmm. i mean i know what it is almost, almost alliteration <laughs> in there yeah, too yeah 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 uh yeah this song's real spacey sounding yeah not i think it took me this is the first song i heard because i think i just started listening to the record from the beginning mm-hmm. and uh yeah i was like oh this is like sounds like space electronica weird kind of stuff until it gets going a little bit but mm-hmm. yeah because that, that was a question i had for you is why you picked it first and it's not a criticism i'm just curious yeah no i mean i think it literally was just like well this is the first song i heard and i really liked it and it made me want to listen to more so maybe it'll work for everyone else no that's generally what i do with playlists but like um i really did like it i liked the sort of spacey echoey parts i mean the lyrics are just all really just wonderfully excellently written Mm -hmm. yeah i i really like her lyrics even though they're you know Sometimes when somebody is very like earnest and sincere, it's or like, you know, it's a common theme in all of, in I think all of these songs where it just sounds like she's just like really in love with a person. In fact, I think I said like, how do you guys feel about song like love songs? Because it's like <laughs> kind of rare that I'm into them. Um, but the like uh, specificity of her lyrics, like they seem to capture like a moment in time with a person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, really well and really beautifully yeah it's really interesting that you think of it as a love song because i i I think of it i mean and maybe you'd say this a little more about the other one but i think of it sort of like drunk in a parking lot at the end of the night (laughs) yeah i mean i do think it is that and i think that the next song is even more that (laughs) But if you um, believe that's like. love, that's a nice thing. Well, I mean, <laughs> I it's think the beginnings it's a, of love. <laughs> yeah, it's like a nice, like, I don't know. I, Me and, and my wife have been together forever, and we never had, like, we were not of, like, drinkers and stuff when we first met. So we don't have these, like, early drunken memories. So maybe I'm, like, projecting, but it just seems like a really <laughs> nice, like, memory to have with your significant other of, like, being wasted and having a night on the town or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think it's that the no, uh, no, I'd give every dollar in my purse. That's the sort of, like, 
there's that that's where that sort of distance is which yeah. which what sort of indicated to me that maybe it wasn't like a a long long time thing yeah the there's a line uh i thought i'd been holding on too tightly in the fallen lane of i and i can't figure out what that means the fallen lane of i hmm and that's for sure what the lyric is yeah yeah because i watched like her official lyric video i think and it said that as i was listening to it on the way home and i didn't catch the full lyric but it sounded i mean i got i think i think i got the gist of it which was that she thought she was holding on too tight but she kind of wasn't holding on at all you know i have two different (laughs) uh endings to that line oh really apple music says falling lane of light and uh genius.com said in the fallen lane of life oh really and i have a Huh. Everywhere I looked, I saw the halo moon through the window, and I was underneath you. I thought I'd been holding on too tight in the fallen lane of I. It does sound like I. Yeah. To me, it did. Yeah, I'm. I'm even more confused now than I was. <laughs> <laughs> The fallen lane uh, of I. I mean, I guess, you know, who's, uh, you're not supposed to. I mean, everybody can just interpret it as what they want. I'm sure she left it vague for a reason, but. Uh, Timestamps, do you have some? Interesting. Day? Okay. Um, I do have some. Let's go to 130. This is my favorite verse. You're you're gonna play the little intro, right? Because that was my my just yeah zero, yeah the first like you know twenty or thirty seconds just that like backwards tape sound and then the synths and yeah. like the vocals with the like uh, is it echo or reverb? I guess it's echo, but it sounds all like muffled, like it's I don't know, like she's trapped in a <laughs> I don't know spaceship or something. Yeah 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 yeah. The intro to this is very cool. Um, a lot of this reminds me kind of the guitar work, especially, but kind of the atmospheric stuff reminds me of like um, a specific Wilco album. Oh. Which is Interesting. cool. Um, but yeah, this one here, I guess I'll start it at the end of this last chorus here, or this chorus. on that part too like Wurlitzer or something like that yeah yeah the keyboard the piano is good just throughout that whole whole album Mm -hmm. Uh, Peter Levin is there her keyboardist and he was Uh, played with her when I saw her and I think still plays with her and he's pretty cool um, I had a timestamp from 42 to 55 which I think is before that oh okay that's a the, chorus, I think, right? 
Um, I think so. It's my note is distorted guitar with feedback and violin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> every chorus is different on this uh the lyrics are different yeah and yeah that guitar is so like heavy sounding yeah and i think that's jason isbell he's like a real guitar nerd (laughs) which is kind of why i probably prefer her over Mm. him not that we need to you know uh put them against each other or whatever but um but his, I mean, his guitar work is really, really cool. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Lindsay, do you have any timestamps on this one? No, I don't have any timestamps um, on any of the songs. Actually, I'm just here for the vibe. Just here. Um, <laughs> no, I, I have notes, just no timestamps. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's really. Um, we've kind of been through the stuff that I like about it already. It's mm-hmm. just a. It's a really good song. I was definitely very confused. Um, <laughs> well, after you said that, you know, like we had this very Americana playlist and yeah. then you're like, I've got the perfect thing for you. <laughs> um, but I, I did actually, I checked to make sure that I was actually like looking at the right artist. But um, some of the descriptions I had seen said she has a voice sort of like Dolly Parton and I could hear a little bit of that sort of like Mm-hmm. Dolly Parton, like almost warble in there. Yeah, she's got that warbly flutter. I watched a interview with her, and she was talking about like how throughout her career she's had a rough periods of like rough times, and she said once a producer told her that she needs uh, less goat, more note, and I thought that was Ew. very mean. But uh, and she, she seemed re- real upset. About it took it. me a little while to get. Well, she, you know, it's got that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that that warble to it. But um, that guy sounds like a real jerk, huh? Yeah, fuck that guy. He needs to go to the men's recovery project. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't think we've actually explained to anybody because this is not a visual. It's just oh, you're a podcast. right. Nobody can see. I us. am wearing a T-shirt for the band Men's Recovery Project, so they're not just. <laughs> saying weird shit that i'm reacting to like yeah yeah but um yeah no they're not just it's not like some in joke it's just a shirt yes yes just a shirt danny it was an in joke until you just ruined it yeah i'm not one of the cool kids i spoil those things all right i'm gonna play the guitar solo-y lead part because it fucking rules to uh put it in the watch together but uh i suggest you check out the video uh the song live at the current amanda shire's parking lot pirouette live at the current okay um it's a uh really good version of it i think it is um 
a much the, the cool thing about her is when you look up her songs on youtube there's like a million not a million there's many versions of her playing the songs live and it's always like a different way like sometimes she'll be playing violin sometimes you'll be playing guitar sometimes it'll be just her and mm. one other person sometimes it'll be full band so like she's like really mixes it up that's cool um, and yeah this version is cool because it's uh i think a full band but it's a little bit more sparse and it's a little has a little more like traditional violin mm. going on in it cool I will check that out. But yeah, the guitar is really cool. Um, I just like how feedbacky it is and very reverby. I also like that the f- first like few seconds of it is just like like two notes over and over again. And I feel like there's a lot of that kind of cool that style. And I guess maybe that's Jason Isbell, like his style. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like guitar nerds. Sometimes. <laughs> you would. You would. <laughs> uh, are we ready to go to the next song? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, the song is not called Wasted and Ropin'. It's Wasted and Rollin'. <laughs> Exact and lean, like stepping out of a gravitron, still moving. Okay, <laughs> that's an Good in job. joke, maybe. Okay, <laughs> but I can't. I couldn't stop hearing "wasted and roping." Roping is like a euphemism for jacking off. Um, oh, I thought it was just like a rodeo thing. No. You guys are just dudes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. By, by the way. I mean, women do that too. It's just not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why don't we ever uh, make dick jokes, Danny? I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. Let's revisit this. I don't yeah. know. Did no, no dick jokes came of that discussion? No, I still haven't gotten a dick joke from Nate. Like, nobody's texting me a dick, a dick joke. <laughs> Maybe Nate's just stopped listening to the podcast. He might have. He might I think have. I, I used to make lots of dick jokes. I feel I like we to, did. And yeah. I used to draw dicks on everything. Yeah. And, like, I was very... Uh, I was all about the dick joke, but I don't know. I guess I guess sometime around Me Too, I cut that shit out <laughs> or something. <laughs> Probably a... No, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know when or why. But, anyways, I, I don't miss. I don't miss dick jokes. It's fine. I'm okay, <laughs> not making dick jokes. Yeah, for for some reason, uh, when I when I talk to Dante on this podcast, a, a different side of me comes out, where I just talk about dicks a lot. Yeah, there were dick jokes in the last couple episodes. Mm. I just I don't remember them exactly, but I was like, oh yeah, yeah, dick jokes. <laughs> Do you have, so I know you have a pretty good idea of who listens to the podcast. Are there other women that listen to the podcast? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Definitely not the one I'm married to. <laughs> not the one I'm married to. <laughs> I'd be, be curious to see, like, 
if you have like a big dick joke contingent among your maybe listeners. everyone yeah. that'll be that'll coming, be the next survey yeah. yeah who's coming for the dick jokes <laughs> who's coming for the dick jokes everyone uh comment on this episode post on instagram your favorite dick joke please oh, yeah. uh, uh what do you guys think of this song <laughs> 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 I like this song a lot. It's got a really, really good solo. Like it's got heavy sounding guitars. So you you mentioned how you chose the songs, but that was one of the questions I had for you: is how did you choose to order the songs? I mean, obviously you put the first one first, but my Im- impulse would have been that this would have been like a natural first song for the playlist. Like it's just yeah. that I can't imagine anybody not liking this song. Yeah, you're probably right. Um... Yeah, this song, I mean, that's probably why it's second. I usually go straight up, like, in chronological order, but this, for some reason, this playlist, it's like I had an idea of how I wanted it to kind of roll out. I also had a really hard time. I mean, you guys remember how long it took me to give you this playlist, and I went back and forth a bunch, and I tried Mm. to... I ended up with three songs from one album, which I try not to do, but um, eventually I just gave up and (laughs) and went with like my first impulse with but yeah i mean this i think this was like the the song not on that album that like first really caught me and made me want to go back and listen to her Mm -hmm. her back catalog it's it's similar to parking lot pirouette in that it's like uh again like just like this perfect little like photograph of one moment it feels like this whole song is just like one minute or one second or something yeah 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 of like you know it doesn't even like paint a picture of like where where they are or like what they were doing before or after and of course it's like probably all i'm taking it very like literally but like you know um i just yeah it's like i just imagine this uh couple that are is like newly in love or newly together or something just like having this moment of being wasted and rolling but i guess you know they could very easily be about like a couple of friends or something too huh maybe i'm yeah i'm projecting (laughs) well yeah for me it just sort of i sort of in that like lyrical sense it just it was like a going back to sort of the romanticized versions of like a younger life not even so much very younger but like romanticized versions of kind of a more like hard partying kind of life yeah and like i mean because there are good memories from that even though as like a as old folks we look back and we go oh my god <laughs> yeah but i really i like this quite a bit um i'm definitely going to listen to this one after we're done with the podcast mm-hmm. which is not always something that happens <laughs> cool i don't go deep with melissa etheridge but this gave me some like very melissa etheridge feelings that i can't really explain yeah i was when you mentioned that earlier i was like oh no but then you're like you said it in a positive light and i was like okay cool maybe i <laughs> well, i don't know anything about melissa etheridge except for that come to my window song and it's probably okay <laughs> what so you know of the song, you just haven't heard it? I mean, I know um, I've heard it. I, I used to listen to 100.5 The Zone. 
Uh, I'm putting a video in to watch together. I Ooh. think we should talk over it. I don't. We don't necessarily have to like sit and listen to it in silence. But this is her doing the song, and it's just her and a stand-up bass, and she's playing the ukulele. And I usually don't really like the ukulele or the stand-up bass. All right, this video is from like ten years ago. It's just her and one other person. I thought it was lovely. sounds real good yeah it does her voice sounds really good too yeah like different than the record which is kind of cool is her hair crimped or is it like striped she's got portions that are crimped yeah that's another thing about her is there's like a lot of hairstyles yeah pretty good Is that a uke? That's a big ass ukulele. I think it is a uke, but it's a big one. It's not a, it's not a like, it's not too twee. Yeah. And the trees were all the same. Like synthesizer violins, it was deafening. Anyways, like I said, we should not watch the whole thing, but uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's really it's great. nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just quiet because I'm very into it. Okay, <laughs> we can't watch it. It's a very different sound, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it's like stripped down like this, it feels real different. She's good. <laughs> uh, there's like other videos of her playing this, like I said, with like a huge, you know, mm-hmm. whole band. And there's several where her Jason Isbell is singing the backup parts, and it's oh, also okay. really nice. It's just like so many ways to to hear it. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Good stuff. Um, nice. My first time stands at thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. It's a groove. Yeah. It's a groove. Yeah. 
It's a groovy bass line. <laughs> and the, the, like, there's another guitar that's, like, kind of following it a little bit or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any timestamps? I do. Um, the second verse I like quite a bit. Um, What's the stamp on And the lead into it is 104. Okay, yeah, that's what I have. This, that that guitar that comes in mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like meandering there is really, really good. Yeah. Trees are all the same Like synthesizer Violin till it's deafening Flicker stroke Don't fall down Floating through Like those little hints of, of country in there, like in the in some of the guitar playing, and every once in a yeah. while, like her her vocal delivery um, is nice, but it's it's not like you know this is country music kind of thing, <laughs> right, um, right? Right, right, It's very subtle, but I like that verse a lot. Any, I, I don't know. I like a sing. It's fun. Oh right, yeah. Trees were all a sing. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned a synthesizer, so I hope you're excited can't about go that. Go wrong with that. I I like specifically that it's like like a synth like a synthesizer violin. Mm-hmm. So it was deafening, like just like that sound of like a synth violin when it comes in. Is like <laughs> so, like I don't know, deafening, grating. Yeah. <laughs> I my next timestamp's at two minutes, and again breaking my own rule, but I like this guitar solo. It's a bit long. That's my next timestamp too. place and yeah. does like it's like a bunch of different kinds of solos all strung together yeah a little bit it's really varied it's not just like look at me shred there's like a little bit of shredding and there's a little bit of just like dicking around <laughs> yeah I, don't know, I like it a lot it it does make me want to listen to jason isbell more now because all right but yeah great solo that was my last time stamp on that song mine too very good stuff. Um, it's it sure is hot. I wish I was a swimmer today. job cody that was perfect another good song Lindsay. what'd you think of this one i liked it um i have feels very 80s pop radio ballad Mm -hmm. almost like a movie soundtrack mood music um it didn't catch me quite the same way as the others but still like it quite a bit yeah i never thought of that but totally it's got that it's got that vibe for sure Mm mm-hmm 
there's another version on her like 2011 album that's different and is again more like 2011 indie rock Mm -hmm. sounding there's like whistling it's I hate to use the word twice in one podcast, but it's a little bit tweed. I like this one a lot better. I actually didn't even realize there is whistling in this version, but it's just like take such a back seat to the like fiddle or violin or whatever Hmm. that it's. I don't know if I noticed that either. I I didn't take a note of the specific song, but one of these songs reminds me of Fleetwood Mac, and it might be this one. Oh, I I could see that in, in... A couple of these songs, actually, for sure. Yeah. The piano's really great in this song. Mm -hmm. My first, I only have a couple of timestamps. One's at 33 seconds. Okay. And it's the, um, it's kind of subtle, but it's like that really loud crashing. I don't know even what it is, but it's like some drum with a bunch of reverb on it. And it's like... Mm. Very, very loud, but somehow very subtle. Hmm. Okay, okay. So I try and keep you in my eyes, permanently save it into my mind. Oh, like super, super in the back? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like that. As Also, as soon as I hit play, I was like, oh yeah, this sounds exactly like Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. <laughs> in a good way yeah no absolutely in a very yeah. good way that's cool like I'm kind of excited about that actually <laughs> but yeah I, li- I like that the, I didn't even notice that that extra oomph like every couple of beats or whatever yeah I didn't notice it at first either good stuff good stuff so I look for you when I sleep like at the end of the verses she kind of changes up her vocal delivery a little bit um and it gets a a real different kind of cadence to it is really nice sounds very fleetwood mac (laughs) (laughs) Um, which is very fun i like it um and i think right after that there's like a little instrumental break that is kind of nice whistling <laughs> I thought I heard I thought it was a slide guitar or something no yes yeah, oh, okay okay <laughs> Some talented whistler it is a talented whistler I wonder who's playing the <laughs> playing the lips on this one <laughs> whistle oh no <laughs> uh, if, uh, is this something gross is that like roping it's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's her. It's, it's oh, her. is it her? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you said you had another time stamp. Yeah, one fifty nine. It's just at the end here. The that the, that like uh, male chorus sounding synth comes in for a little bit. That's kind of neat and weird. Okay. I say I don't care, but I'm Look how easy a heart can catch on. 
happens it it did oh i didn't hear it listen to it on headphones okay i will not through your goddamn iphone speaker it's the only way i listen to music (laughs) (laughs) i put it inside of a of a glass (laughs) so that it amplifies it that's all I have for okay. this song. Okay. That that was one that, that was the one I went back and forth on with like three or four other songs. Mm. I couldn't decide which one to put, and I just decided to go with that one. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It wasn't a you know, it, I don't know that I would spend a lot of time with it after this, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was the one I listened to this playlist a lot, and it was the one that I was like, kind of done with first. Not that I don't didn't want, like it, but I was like, all right. Well, Let's get to the next one. Hmm. Okay. Well, speaking of the next one, let's get to it. Uh, take it, take it like a man. That's what it's called. Like a I think this is my favorite song on the playlist man it's really really good I, this record came out last year and it didn't make my top five know, or whatever i remember and i listened to it a few times and for whatever reason it just didn't grab me right away but then when prepping for this and trying to make a playlist i listened to it more mm-hmm. and it was like it was actually very hard not to just put five of those songs on this as well like there yeah. it's really really good it's kind of has a whole different feel than her other stuff it's a lot it's like bigger it's big and kind of dark mm. but still very beautiful and i mean just looking at the credits i like there's like so many more you know instruments being played yeah. and and people on it and stuff and it's yeah it's it's really good and this song I like how many times I say it's really good but anyways this song is really good it is so is the lyric octaves of consequence is that what she's saying yeah I love that yeah I don't know if I get it but I love it and she there's also the fractured 13th that grin that you give um it kind of reminds me, I know she's like a really, really big uh, Leonard Cohen fan, and it reminds me of the, you know, the damn Hallelujah song where he like uses all these musical words. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know if it's the Octaves of Consequence line or another one, but just in, in the vocal phrasing, there are parts where she almost reminds me of Patti Smith, like just almost. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I didn't think of that. I never, yeah, but I can see it. I can see. I should have done timestamps. That would have helped a lot of these comparisons. <laughs> That's all right. Um, did you guys watch any videos? No. The, or you well, didn't watch any? No, I didn't. I think I did, actually. I think I watched the... Did you watch... The live in Studio it. A? Yeah, yeah. I'll put it in here and we can talk over it because it sounds pretty similar but yeah. it's just cool and I really I love Jason Isbell back there in that like weird light blue trench coat like shredding on his guitar <laughs> in the background I didn't even notice that was him <laughs> I 
Yeah, this sounds almost exactly like the album. I remember when I watched this video, I kept thinking, like, wait, is she lip syncing? Yeah. This this is the... These videos, this recording is that Record Store Day Mm -hmm. record. It's from the same thing. See, like, this is a sign of a strong marriage where the wife just, like, lets her husband dress like a doof and just... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, she's dressed really like, I don't even know, like, pretty wild, I guess. And, oh, uh, but she's dressed awesome, and like, I don't know what that coat is he's got. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, yeah. She's like, she has a oh, honey, definite. Oh, you dressed like, yourself today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she has a definite vision of how she's looking, and then he's like, I'm going to wear this. <laughs> <laughs> But it, I don't know, it kind of works. Yeah. Because it, it almost, it, it reminds me of, like, this, like, like a weird, like, 80s neo-noir, like, chantreuse singing in a in a smoky club <laughs> with, like, a guy in sunglasses and a trench coat playing guitar yeah. in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the way her voice like lilts up at the end mm-hmm. of each uh, line is really neat and all the bird like yeah references so many which birds. is like it kind of like is a reoccurring thing throughout her whole career which mm. is really like kind of interesting and i don't know this almost feels like a weird i don't know like statement of this album mm-hmm. kind of a thing mm, do you have timestamps? I, I just I do two. when the uh, let me get to it here when the strings hit at 52 seconds yeah jeez it's real good Yeah, when they first hit, though, it, they, they're just so, like, prominent all of a sudden. It's real fucking nice. Yeah. And they, they managed to kind of pull that off twice in a song. Yeah. Where they hit you with with the, like, strings and the, like, symphonic thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a surprise both times. But that's one of my later timestamps. But uh, my, my first one is at 140, and it's those hand claps, which, like when you first hear the song like the last thing i'm thinking is like oh this song needs hand claps but like it somehow works really well yeah i'm gonna play right a little before that actually um okay because Lindsay already brought up the octaves of consequence line um so i wanted to play a little that and the next line after it as well know the cost of flight is landing it's such a fucking rad line yeah and i like i feel like another songwriter would say the cost of flight is falling Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. but i like that she's saying like landing yeah like i don't know yeah she can do this (laughs) she can fly and she can land (laughs) 
uh, I don't think you got to my hand clap. No, so no, no, it's no, actually, yet. it's actually, yeah. You said one fifty six. One fifty six. Oh, okay. Well, no, uh, play before that, but that's when the hand clap really come in. Um, should I start at like one fifty? Uh, start at one forty, which was my timestamp. Should I start at <laughs> two minutes? No. <laughs> They were in there. Why didn't I not hear them? Because you have headphones on and you're listening through your phone speaker. I've heard them before. Yeah. Um, it, with Zoom, I, I like I am not hearing a lot of stuff through Zoom. Oh, I think, really? You know, it's got like it or not Zoom. Um, FaceTime. Whatever we're using. Yeah. You know, there's like a little bit of like... Uh, Sound gate going on. Oh, bummer. I think, I think it cuts cuts some of the stuff out. That sucks. But you're gonna put in the real clip. I will. Everyone's gonna hear it and they'll be like, "Oh, that's so cool." Listen to those claps, man. <laughs> uh, my last time slack stamp is three twenty, which is that it kind of has this false end, like it really sounds like yeah. the end of the song, and then an even huger symphonic part comes in and there's horns but they somehow turn into a guitar i can't tell if it's horns or a guitar <laughs> okay let's hear the magic magic yeah i mean obviously i mean i guess it would be they play a horn part and then they play a guitar part but it somehow sounds like the same thing until it like yeah it's it's a weird uh, effect yeah 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 favorite song on the playlist for sure you should listen to that whole album um if that's your favorite one because okay. it's it's real solid in it has a similar feel but before i listen to that album i'm going to listen of her uh cover one of my favorite no effects songs uh (laughs) leave it alone you made that joke on the pod because you've made it about 10 times <laughs> i've made it one other time <laughs> thank you <laughs> i've made was that in a separate text thread because i i think hopefully i missed it <laughs> i think you made it once on text i and made you it hum, you hummed it earlier no i did not yeah you did no i didn't <laughs> danny loves no effects uh oh i did i did hum do. it earlier that's right <laughs> 
Oh my god. I think that's worse than the roping joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. I like this song a lot. I don't have any timestamps. There's like an effect on her voice the whole time, and it reminds me, or it made me think of Rilo Kylie <laughs> on Execution of All Things on those like little instru- little short tracks. I'm laughing because my first note is this is a real Rilo Kylie ass song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, the guitar yeah. lead throughout is really cool, and then it's got the like syncopated electronic drums or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I liked the song. I wasn't actually super fond of the vocal um, vocal effects. That's, I'm curious, like, why she chose to do that on this one. Yeah, uh, I don't know that 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 this album is pretty varied like that. Like, she kind of is trying a bunch of different things. So oh, maybe okay. That's. That's why. Experimenting a um, bit. Yeah. My first timestamp is just like zero to 15 where those, the kind of electronic drums come in. Yeah, yeah. Those like fake hand claps. Like it sound like you were talking about on the uh, Kississippi episode, like the using like Casio, mm-hmm. Casio um, instruments and then making them sound good or whatever yeah. that's kind of what that reminds me of it does have kind of kississippi vibes <laughs> which i'm into um yeah uh i have to listen to that playlist i guess <laughs> i guess <laughs> you sound so you sound like me <laughs> well I, he offered to do it with me too and i shot it down no, you said you would, but then Lindsay was like, well, actually, I will yeah. talk trash about this on my... Okay, fine. Yeah, it was, I wasn't excited to do I, it. I had no idea what they sounded like. I just didn't want to record a podcast, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have another timestamp? Uh, 53 to 108, which is the chorus. Just that synth line is cool. Okay. There's also, I mean, all her songs have good lyrics, but I like the I envy your clothes. How did they get to be so close? Because I'm a sucker for like a clever rhyme like that, where it's like pretty much the same word, Mm -hmm. but it's not. It's good stuff. (laughs) Um, uh, 239, there's like a weird, I think it's a violin that sounds cool. Yeah, this whole song is so full of yeah. like effects that it's hard to tell what anything is. At first, but... I thought it was was synthesizer violin, like she talked about earlier. Yeah, um, yeah. But right at the end, there, it started sounding like an actual uh, violin. 
yeah, lots of really cool like like layers of things and stuff. Very kind of like it has that mid aughts Rilo Kylie kind of feel totally. to it. Totally. Last time stamp is just three twenty to the end of the song. Just that outro refrain thing with the synths ringing out at the end is neat. Lots of cool synth. Um, there's yeah. There are no credits on Discogs on who's playing things on this record. Oh, I've got all the info. Oh. Because um, I take fucking notes. I took oh, man. I notes. I'm using the Cody methodology I'm over here. Joking. I know. I really was honored that you guys kept calling it the it's the code the Cody your thing system. It is. It is the Cody yeah. system. <laughs> uh, it's either. Uh, Peter Levin or Derry Deboria hmm. okay. doing those those synths. Um, actually, you know what? There is auto harp on this record that she plays, so oh. some of that weird stuff is probably that. Okay, because I can yeah. never quite pin down auto harp. Good playlist, Cody. Thanks. Good job. Thanks. It was good. Very yeah. good. I could probably, I'm not saying we should, but I could, this is one where I could probably do a part two very easily because there were so many songs. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. Really wanted to play. That'd be really interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, in the watch together, just again, don't have to watch the whole thing, but uh, there's a version of this song. Uh, Totally different hair again. But I already know I can't leave it alone. I can't leave it alone. Hands find the places where they've never been to learn for themselves new surfaces and minds. They've got a mind of their own. I can't leave it alone. As this is playing, yeah, we can just do our, we can do our outro. outro. Yeah, final thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I like this playlist a lot. It's good. Yeah. Um, Lindsay, final thoughts. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was not at all what I was expecting um, <laughs> from our earlier, but I really it was a. Uh, Great, and there are a couple songs here that I will definitely listen to again. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going with the number scoring? Yes. Four point two. Four point. Ooh, nice. You know what mine is? Mine is four point three. Wow. I wow. almost said four point two. <laughs> but then you just wanted to one up me. I just me. wanted to one up you. Oh, is she? Does she okay. like cats? Oh, she a cat you know what? I don't think she gets that extra. She has chickens. She has a horse. But I did not see any dogs or cats. Okay, okay. Oh, look, it's Joel from the Four Eyes. Um, 
It's uh, Amanda Pearl Shires on Instagram. Uh, during quarantine, there was a lot of like chicken stuff. Oh, okay. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. They have a real cute kid. I like, um, I like kids. And she, she, there were funny pictures of her with the chickens. Oh. So that, I don't know, I guess that counts for something. Uh, yep. Okay. I'll give her, uh, for the chickens, I'll give her uh, 4.301. Okay, good. Ooh, that is not, not a lot of love for the chickens. They're not cats. <laughs> what kind of vegetarian are you? <laughs> Uh, Only the cute ones, Danny, huh? (laughs) Only the cute ones. (laughs) Cody, do you have any of her records? I have many of her records. Not all of them, but I have all the records that are on this playlist. Plus, this record store day. Oh, right. right. Mm, I'm going to be interested to hear that talk. (laughs) Hey, look, it's a Caitlin Butts video. Okay, anyway... Um, 4.3 really cool playlist I'm excited to listen to some of the other stuff to hear more cool synthesizers and things like that yeah good job Cody hey. thank you I'm glad you guys liked it yeah. it always makes me feel better when people like <laughs> my playlist oh absolutely <laughs> thanks for listening go listen to Amanda Shires uh, and be nice to chickens. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And take care of yourselves and each other. R.I.P. Jerry Springer. Now this is podcasting.